Yeah, and it's so annoying when you don't get the compliment that you want to get. Yeah. You know, like, you're striving for sexy, but you get called cute, and it's like, no, 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 that's not <laughs> what I was going for, actually, sir. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when it's like... Get your spectrum right. Sort it out. <laughs> Draw me a diagram right now. <laughs> Sorry, let me show you my diagram and choose choose another word, please. Hello, welcome back to Sextras. Where we talk about sex and all the extras. I'm Honey. And I'm Maria. And today we're going to talk about dressing for the male gaze. A light topic, baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Before we get into the episode, tell us what zone you're in today and why, please. Okay. Today I'm, I'm actually feeling like kind of yellow, not going to lie. Like, I'm super happy in a good place i'm excited about my relationship and my sex life or whatever so yeah that's where i'm at what about you god we are so boring i mean i'm happy for you that you're feeling happy obviously but like i am feeling red as always so there's really nothing new here and we are literally just saying the same things every week but you never know maybe one day i'll like actually have sex and then we can tell our listeners something interesting about our zone for the week. Um, but yeah, anyway, shall we move on? And I wanted to define some of our key terms. So, the male gaze. If you do not exist on the internet and don't know this already, is a term used to describe the male perspective, shockingly. And it was originally coined in 1975 by Laura Mulvey, talking about cinematography and the way women's bodies and actions are framed by the camera as being viewed by a man and like existing for their pleasure, essentially. And there's two aspects of it. The first aspect is the one I just discussed. And the second one is the fact that we as women internalize this male gaze and police ourselves through it. So we change our actions and the way we present ourselves mm. in terms of whether we're going to appeal to the male gaze or whether we want to repel it. And this is a whole feminist issue of should we be doing either of those things? How can we escape the male gaze? Are we upholding the male gaze? And yeah, that's kind of what we want to talk about today. It's just like, how do we dress? Do we dress in ways that like uphold the male gaze? Do we dress to repel it? How do we act basically? And yeah. like, what? how does all of this interact with the male gaze? <laughs> the male gaze. And how to avoid it essentially. Yes. But then like... Can we avoid yeah, it? Yeah, exa- exactly. Big questions. <laughs> Yeah, so then leading on from the male gaze, we want to think about the terms of, like, sexiness and attraction and all of these things. And I feel like we've talked quite a lot about there's, like, differences between hot and sexy and attractive Mm. and beautiful and cute and all of these things. But, like, you you explain. Yeah, yeah, okay, well, no. Basically, I don't even know where 
I first heard this or like, but I've asked this question to people mm. before, like, oh, what kind of attractive essentially do you think you are? Like, do you think you're pretty or hot or mm -hmm. beautiful or sexy or fit? Because like mm. those things are all kind of different things. And like some people are like, what? Like I don't like they're all kind of the same thing. Yeah. But some people like get what I'm they saying. And I feel like a lot of people do. And it is that is the, there is this understanding that like beautiful means something different than pretty. And like one is better than the other in some way. Do you know what mm. I'm saying? And like sexy is a very different thing than beautiful. Yeah. And it's like, which one do I want to be? And like, which mm. one is more beneficial realistically? Like which one is more desirable and like which in some ways it's like which one am i going to choose but also it's like which one have i been given yeah and which one are you trying to live up to yeah because yeah i i guess this is an important point because the whole reason that i wanted to do this episode <laughs> is because i don't see myself as like sexy like that's not something that i'm which aspiring you choose? sorry <laughs> to see <laughs> like, how problematic it is and then be like wait but like which one are you <laughs> which one do you perceive yourself as and like mm. which one do you think other people would say or like yeah i don't know i don't know if that's interesting for people mm. i think other people say that i'm either like cute or like beautiful is that what like the guys that you mm. Or like people that you've slept with. Or yeah, like I'm never really. <clears throat> it's never like, oh, you're so sexy, and I'm like, yeah, I'm fine with that because that's not really something I'm striving to be. Because I have my own problems with the word sexy mm. because of the male gaze. So I see. You get what I mean. So like, which one do you, would you most prefer, or like, or, or I guess you said which one you mostly get. Like, which yeah. one do you perceive yourself as? Is it the same? Because that's like the feedback you get, or yeah, like pretty or like beautiful. I feel like is what I'm trying to. It's like what I see myself as in my best moments, <laughs> but also what I'm trying to live up to the most. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. But never, and I, well, I guess attractive as well, but never sexy, and okay. never like fit. <laughs> Hot. Hot, yeah. Hot's fine. What's, like, the difference to you? Hot is somewhere between sexy and attractive to me. Uh-huh. Like, it's kind of a combination of the two. Is fit not the same, though? No. Fit, in my mind, is a whole other To thing. me, fit and hot are, like, pretty much the same. This is, like, the graph in my mind. <laughs> the spectrum. Sexy. Attractive. Hot, fit. <laughs> mm. Fit is fit just about vocabulary, vo vocabulary though. No, for you, like you just no. don't like the word. That's no, what I mean, I don't dislike the word. Okay, it's just like what it represents. Okay, but what I don't know how to explain to what it represents. Okay, and then pretty and beautiful are like kind of their own separate chart over here, and then cute is like here. I mean, a bit of an abstract map, but... I'll do a diagram for the Instagram, <laughs> guys. Don't worry. Stay tuned. Okay. What about you? Yeah, to me, fit and hot, same thing. Then, like... And they're on, like, the similar side of the spectrum as sexy. Like, they're kind of one kind of category, which is, like, to me, like... It involves more sex appeal rather than, like, visual 
like aesthetically and like mm. traditionally like a pretty girl or whatever you know what i mean like yeah. to me that's that's like pretty beautiful cute there on it like it's basically two kind of columns or like a venn diagram almost mm. i don't i can't like picture in in my head exactly like a whatever but we can put both our different <laughs> Oh, this is just getting so abstract. No, but I genuinely would. I'm so, so interested in people's mm, opinions of this. So, like, send them through, guys. Yeah, send us um, your diagram. <laughs> genuinely. We should make templates. <laughs> we should, like, mean templates. <laughs> oh, no, I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> that is so something anyway. we do. Um, yeah, so there are, like, two kind of categories. And one is more, like, to do with sex appeal. And, yeah, as I said, the mm. other one is more, like, with traditional. And I guess it's, like, yeah, one is like more like it's like the the Madonna and the mm, yeah. What is it? Whore. <laughs> the Madonna. <laughs> What's that word? Oh yeah, whore. The Madonna. And the... <laughs> the Madonna and the whore. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that's so fucked up in my mind. Anyway, but yeah, that's kind of what it's like for it me. It is fully because wait before you say what you perceive yourself as. When I think of sexy and those, like, that group, I think of the male gaze shot of, like, a woman's body. Like, it's very body-centric and, like, movement-centric. Whereas beautiful and pretty, I feel like, is more form and, like, aesthetic-centric. Even though it's kind of the same thing, but it's more, like, appreciation rather than... Desire? Yeah, and, like, objectification. Mm Mm-hmm. No, I think I do see obje- ob- objectification in both, but in mm. different ways than yeah. like. Like I feel like beautiful is more romanticized. Yeah, and so it's kind of removed from the male gaze in a weird way, but it's also like kind of a bit fucked up. St- it's still mm. fucked up. Whereas I don't know, maybe ugh, this is getting so abstract, but maybe beauty you have to like look for it more. Whereas sexiness is like surface level, like it's like an mm. instant attraction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do, I do see that. Anyway, say what yours are. Like, what do you perceive yourself as and what do people say to you? Oh, well, no, because I was also thinking about the whole wife material kind of thing mm. as well. How, like, you would want the girl that you fuck to be sexy, but, like, yeah. your wife to be, like... Like, you know, the girl that you're in love with, you are more likely to be like, oh, she's beautiful. And mm-hmm. I feel like beautiful is also like seen as a more like sort of elevated like an yeah. elevated sort of you kind of contain it all or yeah. like they they have there are more some self-respect that, yeah exactly sexy. yeah exactly that's kind of what i was trying to get at and um so yeah i don't know i feel like there is there are certain like i go for different things for for different occasions yeah that's know? true and Me that too. i think that is like overall, exactly what we're but I feel like that's exactly that's what the male gaze is. It's like, it's like about, you want to yeah. like, you want to basically chameleon your way into like the situation in like the how... way that will make you the most desirable in that specific yeah. specific context. Maximize like, yeah how many men will <laughs> want you in any yeah. given circumstance. Yeah, and it's like because like in a club, I'd want to go for sexy. I don't yeah. want someone to be like, oh wow, like she's so cute. Yeah. But like if I was like going to like 
a cute little picnic with my boyfriend or whatever, I would go for cute, you know? Yeah, and it's so annoying when you don't get the compliment that you want to get. Yeah. You know, like, you're striving for sexy, but you get called cute, and it's like, no, 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 that's not <laughs> what I was going for, actually, sir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when it's like... Get your spectrum right. Sort it out. <laughs> Draw me a diagram right now. <laughs> Sorry, let me show you my diagram and choose choose another word, please. Please choose the correct <laughs> adjective. If you can follow, you can follow the quiz to find the right. <laughs> Just listen to this hour-long podcast before you even talk to me, please. Anyway, sorry. Please tell us which one overall you perceive yourself as but it it is interesting and i i mean i do think like in the end what sexy is what like beauty is it is there's no answer but like to be annoying not to be annoying but like it is subjective in my personal opinion but but then that's also like then there are yeah yeah. subjectivity sorry Mm. and then there are all these tropes that is like like it comes from somewhere it's but anyway anyway <laughs> that said <laughs> i think i get what i've got on the most is probably like fit or pretty mm-hmm. and what i would say for myself or like or no actually fit or cute cute i get the most i reckon really yeah it's um just cuz you're short yeah exactly (laughs) and i think i think i see myself as cute and fit yeah Hmm. that's what i see myself as okay and pretty and beautiful and should we get into the segment let's actually get into the segment now yeah let's do it okay so we asked you guys what do you wear when you want to look sexy to see what the sexy consensus was yes. and what we thought it meant essentially. Yes. So we start. Some someone said boots or dress. Someone said PJs. <laughs> someone said eyeliner. Someone said yeah. red lipstick. Mhm. Mhm. Someone said matching underwear, lacy underwear. Yeah. Yeah, lingerie. I see that, of course. Of course. Someone said stockings, maybe a crop top of sorts. <laughs> Someone said time to get the tits out. Yeah. <laughs> Someone said all black or black lace or black shirt. <laughs> Someone said matchy matchy outfits, not just underwear. That's my style. I figured it out. Yeah. That is just coordinate, like color coordinate. Oh, like color. monochrome outfits, oh, yeah. essentially. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> I really do. It's cute. <laughs> See, it's cute. Not sexy. Well, yeah, I don't want to fuck <laughs> you. So, <laughs> I'm really so sexy of you how you match your outfit. <laughs> like what? <laughs> okay, fine. Someone else <laughs> said nothing. Fair enough. Makes yeah, sense. I mean, sure. But also feel... bodies aren't inherently I've... sexual, so that's that's the male gaze talking now. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you find like I find like underwear like when people are wearing underwear sexier than them when they're naked. Yeah. I find my own body a I lot agree. more it's like... attractive not naked. Not fully naked. Well I think 
I think there's like two reasons for that. The first one is that it like divides your body in the way that you traditionally want it to be mm. sexy. And the second is that it's like mysterious. Like, you, I mean, you know yeah, what's under that. Yeah, but like, yeah. It's like tant- mm. titillating, tantalizing. Yeah. And it like teasing. Puts everything in the right place. Mm. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I actually can do the air quotes. Yeah. Oh, and I didn't. If you guys are watching on YouTube, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Um, If not, you can just hear Maria's fingers (laughs) like wiggling next to the microphone. But you know, me subscribing to the male gaze as always. Yes, Maria. The last one, someone said, "I make up because I don't do it very often," or something laggy. Yeah. So main themes: skin, (sighs) black, boobs, good outfit, legs, makeup. Yep. What would you say is like? What do you wear when you? What it feels like. Black, black. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about why, and then I was like, because it makes your body a literal silhouette. Like, it's all focused on your body, or like it shows off your body. Yeah, when you want to feel sexy. Yeah, I guess. But then, yeah, that's but but that's because I guess. Okay, so showing sexy, I think like consensus is you showing your body. Like, yeah. Your body has to be presented in some kind of way. Because, I mean, sexy implies, like, sex. Yeah. And sex implies, like, skin. Nakedness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so black. But then red is such a big thing as well. And I wonder why that is. Because it's, like, a horny colour. Like, raw flesh. It's like an aphrodisiac, I swear, the colour red. Is it actually? Like, scientifically? Or is it just because of our associations with it? I also think it is because of the associations because mm. it's obviously like with love, lust, like that kind of vibe. Yeah. So I do feel like it is heavily associated with horniness and yeah. shit. Okay. So, I mean, I don't really know what we established from that, but as in... Well, you know, like we have the general idea. consensus of how to dress to be sexy under the male gaze, mm. which is like. So then, how do you dress sexy to def- like defying the male gaze? Yeah, like, well, this is the big question. Because I, like, I could be like, okay, I'm gonna choose to defy the male gaze, so I'm not gonna wear like lingerie. I'm gonna wear a turtle and like today to feel sexy, but that wouldn't make me feel sexy. Like, yeah. do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but so. that's this is, like, the whole problem is that so much of how we feel in yeah. ourselves comes from validation from the male mm. gaze. Like, I don't know what it feels like to be sexy or, like, feel sexy without conforming to the male gaze. Yeah, I guess I, I don't really either. Or, like, trying like... to dress a certain way to reach it without thinking or taking the male gaze into consideration well yeah i mean even um, i am thinking like what is my mindset with my very famous life motto oh <laughs> if you think you're sexy then you are sexy. i believe i'm sexy yeah i believe i am sexy and then i am my the feeling is genuinely just feeling like you're the hottest person in the room and i don't know whether yeah. that means I think there's a certain degree of that means you think everyone thinks that you're the hottest person in the room. So as in like you're being perceived as the hottest person in the room. Yeah. But there's also just a degree of like, 
it's more of a like inward feeling. feeling so yeah. I do think that like sexiness because I, I think a lot of sexiness regardless of the clothes or whatever comes from confidence for instance like yeah. that's the thing that a lot of people you hear time and again say like confidence is sexy and yeah that's I true. mean episode well, title <laughs> the one of our episode, <laughs> episode 12 accidental plug right there <laughs> so i do think that it is an inner coming think, from within sort of thing yeah so it is like a a feeling of like you're feeling yourself like you think that you really believe that you were attractive whatever that means in my eyes i am hot right now i'm mm-hmm. beautiful like i'm sexy yeah and like not to sound like super cheesy and like in the affirmations kind of way just in like a no but that is, is the attitude it... you need to have mm-hmm. and then like honestly you will be sexy event like fake it till you make it yeah it is a state of mind because there yeah there's definitely a difference between that and like the spontaneous feeling of like oh i feel this description of myself like fill in the blank Mm. right now as opposed to you're intentionally trying to reach that which in itself is like you probably will never reach it because it's like some inaccessible on a higher plane that you will never reach because the male gaze is something that is so like the idea of a woman under the male gaze is something that is just completely inaccessible for any woman and that's why like we we can't stop trying to (laughs) reach that point yeah and that's why we're not attractive to every single man on the planet because (laughs) it's impossible in the same way as men can't be like completely attractive to us like not every man is attractive to us even though it's not really the same thing but still but i think men are still affected by the male gaze but it's just a completely different thing yeah together which like we could do a whole other episode on that and we probably will at some point (laughs) but (laughs) so this is the problem as well as with dating and dressing for the male gaze because i just don't know what to wear on a date like Mm -hmm. i genuinely because i don't want to go on the date and try to look sexy because I don't want to give the man that satisfaction of like oh you know I made all this effort for you first of all and second of all (laughs) that that is like a whole double-sided that's not what I mean but I feel like it's quite a good phrase (laughs) issue in the male gaze of like even if we did make that effort for men, they could then turn around and be like, oh, like, why do you know that you're sexy? And like, why are you trying to reach this ideal? And then it gives them some kind of, they they think that it gives them some kind of like free pass to do whatever they want with you because you're like trying to look sexy for them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that the there is the whole pressure of dressing on a date is definitely real. And there mm. is this pressure of like, I want to look good like I want them to think that I look attractive whatever Mm -hmm. that may mean but at the same time like I don't want it to look like I'm trying too hard and like I don't want it to look like it took me yeah exactly like I want this to look effortless and like Mm. this is like what I look like all the time it's not like I look like I tried specially hard for this and like even to the greater extent kind of what you were saying like you don't even want to make that effort for them like it's not even about like trying to make it look like you didn't make the effort it's like you don't even want to give them that time of day because it's like again subscribing to all these things yeah no but it's like even though I don't want it to look like that I'm still gonna spend ages getting ready and I spend ages getting ready every day regardless of where I'm going because I want to look good 
But then that's also a problem of like, <laughs> am I doing it for myself or because I want to look good to other people? Yeah. But I think ultimately it's like, it makes me feel good to mm. do that. Do you, I think like, I mean, it's a hard question to actually answer honestly, but realistically when you wake up in the morning and when you're getting dressed, are you getting dressed being like, I hope people walk past and like think like, oh, that girl's really good looking yeah. or like that outfit is really good or, you know, any yeah. combination of that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. But it's so problematic in my mind mm. as like a feminist, <laughs> you know, because I'm like... Oh, like people you mean like specifically, do you think like men? Like as in I want to be no. like attractive in that sense or like just... No, no, no. It's to anyone. Uh-huh. It's just objectively, but objectively is a male gaze. So it's like, even if it's for women, mm. then are we still trying to fulfill the male gaze? But just from yeah, 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 the woman as the man. Yeah, that's another one. Like, the whole, like, I mean, I do genuinely believe that it is like I dress more so like girls will be like, oh, wow, I love her outfit mm. because I know like guys won't care yeah. in like the things that I care about. And I know other girls care about and like guys don't even understand the amount of like thought that you put into yeah. some shit. Because because <laughs> the product of the male gaze is not even something that they want. Like it's gone so far out of hand that it's not even something that is recognizable mm. to them as being under the male gaze. But it's because women have internalized it so much. But then do you think maybe it's like in some ways moving away from it? Because like, yeah, like for instance, like trends, a lot of them and like girls investment in fashion and like through TikTok trends and all of that, even though like there's so much toxic shit Mm. in that and I'm not even going to get into it. But I'm just saying like, do you not think it's like in some ways giving girls more investment into clothes? Like Mm. not from like a, oh, is this making me look fitter or like, more sexy or whatever yeah. but more in like a oh this is like a really cool piece and like do you get what i'm saying yeah like it's no, more I like investment in the mean. clothes and yeah. in the style and it is that that thing of like i know that if i wear this vintage jacket by like so and so designer like if i walk past like there are pe- like girls that will see it and know the jacket and be yeah. like oh my god like that jacket is so sick or whatever yeah. you know whatever it is i'm not saying that specifically i guess that i just made myself no, sound like no, no. such a dickhead no no but... no but i completely get what you mean <laughs> yeah but like i think so yeah I-, I guess it is moving away from it because it's like we are claiming it back in a way but because of the fact i don't i think it's just the whole industry of fashion and clothes Mm. and like the way clothes are made and Mm -hmm. yeah I guess it's about how you wear them rather than trying to conform to Mm. exact trends or whatever but I'm glad that you brought up TikTok because I think we actually should talk about this and it kind of comes back to like who do you get dressed for and like what are you thinking about when you're getting dressed because as we said at the beginning a huge part of the male gaze is like women internalizing it and I was listening to this podcast where this girl said that women have internalized the male gaze so much that they're like almost living outside themselves in that they are looking at themselves constantly from the perspective of an outsider and that perspective is through the male gaze so they're always thinking like no matter where you're where you are what you're doing you're like how do I look right now like you could just be walking home and you're like what do I look like like how are these men on the side of the road gonna perceive me right now 
and you're trying to see it from their perspective because that's how much we've internalized it so bringing it back to tiktok and all the trends that are going on at the moment there are so many that is like romanticize your life are you ridden by a man or a woman being the main character and this all feeds back into the male gaze of like the main character when you think about being the main character, are you thinking about a female-directed film or are you thinking about <laughs> a male-directed film? And even if it's a female-directed film, is she doing like, it what from narrative the perspective? is it playing yeah. out? Like, because when you do think about it, yeah, most narratives in films and shit, it is, like, a very, like, heteronormative, patriarchal, mm. like, just kind of, like fantasy yeah romanticizing love and like relationships and all of this shit yeah and the girls in those films are like not really how any girls act mm. in real life but now it's kind of become how girls act in real life because it's like romanticized to be the main character yeah. in your own life which is just a whole i mean but then again in like thing. a lot of ways for instance like the main character thing because i'm trying to think of examples like and the thing that literally just popped into my mind is like the whole okay try to be the main character so like when the boy texts you like or like don't wait for the boy to text you be like tell him how you feel mm. you know i think like that's the kind of like shit that the whole main character thing yeah. is promoting of like be active in your life don't just like wait for shit to happen yeah, to you like true. you're meant to be like making the story happen and like driving the story forward which like I do think it can be positive, but I completely get what you're saying of like, check what narrative you're following and think a little bit more about what you're doing. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I read when I was writing my diss, I read all of this shit about like women going through puberty and I wrote this whole chapter about like sexuality during puberty and how like women become, well, girls become like sexualized and learn from like, before they even like know what's going on and like what's happening and like mm -hmm. understanding like, being okay with their bodies they learn to objectify themselves like yeah. they don't even basically girls don't even get a chance like it's not even like acting against the object of the like other people objectifying them because they just like it's ingrained yeah. to just objectify themselves and like dress a certain way and like subscribe to the male gaze yeah. to like propel forward in life essentially and like this whole idea of like pretty privilege and all of this shit which is like a thing it's like definitely a thing yeah. so it's like it's not really avoidable because it it is a privilege and yeah. like it will help you in life like people that are hot will get treated better or perceived as attractive will be treated better and like uh, i don't know yeah uh, it's so fucked it's so fucked <laughs> and bringing it back this is all why i have a problem with like the term sexy and like mm. defining myself as sexy because it's like I'm so confused by the term and like maybe I am just overthinking it fine I don't care though because I that is what I do so that is inescapable yeah I can't like sometimes if I'm feeling in a mood where I'm not going to completely overthink it I'll put on something that is like a sexy dress or like I'm showing a bit more skin or whatever or it's a bit tighter not to say that like I never wear those things in any other circumstance but it's just like I don't want to intentionally be getting dressed thinking about those things mm. and then be overthinking it all the time, which makes going on dates difficult and also just the fact that I'm tall and that I 
I'm like, oh, I don't know what shoes to wear to like be the right height. But then it's like, why does it even matter what height I am? That as well is like mm. a massive thing of I need to look more feminine and like shorter and more delicate. Mm. And like, sorry to bring it back to the whole like when we're younger and stuff, but like at school. Oh, when... yeah. Do you want to like talk a bit about that as well? Yeah. So, yeah. And I think I've always been as long as I can remember. And as soon as I like heard about what feminism was, I was like, <laughs> well, don't objectify me. Don't sexualize my body. Like, I would say that to my mom. And I used to wear <laughs> such short skirts because of that, because I was like, you can't tell me that this is wrong because my body isn't inherently sexual. Yeah. Which I think is the right sentiment. I also think it's quite like a naive sentiment in a way because it's like ignoring the fact, again, a very problematic like catch-22 argument, but it's ignoring the fact that like men will still sexualize you. Even if it's not inherently, you can't just dismiss Mm. the fact that that is how society is. And like it's definitely not on our shoulders as women or like anyone who is victimized by this objectification to like have to think about these things. Like it shouldn't be, but we still, for our own safety, we have to be. Yeah. And like, anyway, not it's not really relevant to the story, but I just wanted to make a note. So yeah, because of this, I always like wore short skirts or like, I don't know. I feel like I've always just like worn whatever the fuck I wanted. I don't really care. Yeah. Like I saw, oh my God, I saw some pictures (laughs) of outfits I wore when I was like 12 and I was like, what? why did you let me wear this? And it's like, well, okay, because I wouldn't have let them say anything otherwise. But yeah, so I, and I tried on a skirt that I used to wear all the time when I was like 16, 17 the other day. And I was like, I cannot believe I, like it barely covers my ass. It barely covers my ass. I wouldn't wear it now because I, I'm like, I don't think I could, like I it will show my ass anyway <laughs> so that's like the level of short skirts that we're talking and I used to wear these to school right and it was kind of like a fuck you thing mm. but I used to get like heavily shamed for it by the teachers like yeah. it was like a group decision that they just like would always call me out in front of large groups of people yeah. all the time it was just me being singled out for wearing a short skirt even though other people were probably wearing equally as short skirts, but they just decided that, like, I was the one they were going to pick on. Mm. And then I was, like, I I think I just internalised all that shame after that. And I was, like, 16, 17 at the time. And now I don't really wear short skirts anymore because I feel, like, so uncomfortable that someone might call me out in it. Like, I've almost regressed in a weird way of, like, I don't want to make myself, even if it's as a... Like even if even if it's an empowering thing to begin with, the fact that other people then turn around and do it is like, oh, okay, well yeah. that's kind of like a reality check. Yeah, yeah and like yeah. I don't want to put myself in that situation. And only mm. recently have I been like, okay, maybe I should buy some short skirts again because like, I feel like I'm old enough to handle this now. But it's <laughs> something inside of me that like I was just so heavily shamed about it. Yeah so constantly and like I kind of want to write a letter to our school and be like you should know that you really fucked me up by doing that (laughs) and it was like teachers that claimed they were feminist and stuff yeah I mean even though we we had so much of that like the like the girls that were 
curvier or whatever like mm. had big boobs or a big ass yeah. or whatever like they... they could be wearing the exact same shirt like exact same outfit as like one of the skinny girls yeah and like no problem with the skinny girls yeah. but the other girl would get asked to change and it's yeah. like that is so not okay like that is not okay by any means like, like yeah i know the shirt doesn't look the same i'm like what if her tits are out like literally that is it's so uh, to me it's so ludicrous to to give a girl a message of like you should like police your body and yeah. like you should like change what you want to do because of the ways of the way others might perceive you like yeah. that's not okay yeah it was not okay and it was so toxic and i it's something that sticks with you for like i don't know how mm. long it's gonna stick with me for <laughs> but i mean i guess that is just kind of like the whole premise of this episode is yeah. like even though we have talked so much about like what should you or shouldn't you wear you should just kind of like wear <laughs> what you want to wear even if we sat down and analyzed it maybe it would come back to you trying to prescribe to the male gaze like if that's how you like if that's what you want to wear in the moment just fucking wear it even if it's like oh a man came up with this trend because he wants women to like no who who cares <laughs> in the end and like it becomes so complex as you can tell from us grappling with this discussion <laughs> so much of like what do you wear? Like, what do what do queer people wear? What do people who date people of the same gender wear? What do people who don't prescribe to any gender wear? And like, is that trying to live up to the male gaze? But surely that's the antithesis of what they're even like of their whole identity. Yeah, of their whole identity. And yeah, so I think we have a lot to learn from queerness <laughs> we have a lot to learn from just like confidence being yourself claiming what you wear as your own and like not trying to live up to anything even though we all do it every now and again but like yeah we we realistically can't like escape it forever yeah. and i think like detaching your value and like your confidence from that validation from mm -hmm. other people which i yeah. think is like that's i guess the hard thing to do and i think mm -hmm. like once you do that you can actually start wearing like what you actually want to wear because you want to wear it rather than like because then like i will look this way and like this person yeah. will think this of me and you get what i'm saying so like if you start to be like oh i look great and that is like validation enough for the outfit mm -hmm. it's not like oh but like is is it a bit too much or like you know what i'm saying yeah so that's actually a good point just to like tie it back into dating <laughs> how do you do you think being in a relationship changes how you dress <laughs> i've actually like i've said this like a couple of times i feel like i'm so much more confident than when i'm not in a relationship than when i am in a relationship which i guess is like definitely not a good thing but <laughs> well actually not so much now i'd say like it's mm. kind of um no i feel like you're thriving or whatever. like yeah like I wouldn't say now, but as in, like, definitely at the start of my relationship, like, even, like, the first year, definitely in, like, my other relationship, I just, I, I don't know, when I'm single, it's, like, because my, <laughs> because, like, my validation, I can get it from, like, multiple people, mm -hmm. it's, like, constantly being full, you know, so I constantly, I'm, like, Okay, but it's still validation fit. from other people. Yeah, no, exactly. And then, yourself, yeah. but and then, like, obviously, when it's like on one person, it's like I need 
I need that a lot like I need it from that one person a lot and it's like I need to be so you're more aware of like reassured the like what you need from yourself as well yeah I think like now that's kind of what happened that is like now that I've reached this like level of like okay I feel like I I've gotten the reassurement that I need like I'm good Mm -hmm. and now I can kind of like finally be like okay like starting to relationship (laughs) she's finally there and in my like (laughs) self-growth journey or no yeah um but I yeah no I think that is like I guess the the step is like detach that validation from other people Mm. and like get it from yourself and yeah all of that shit but no I do feel like it is kind of a weird thing like I do feel a lot more comfortable when I'm single and yeah I guess you can like seek that validation from other people and like yeah I guess I oh my god yeah I guess I can like feed more into the male gaze because it's like I can like dress more sex not that I can't dress however I want in a relationship but it's like I don't feel the desire to be like oh I want to dress sexy so like guys at the club will think I'm fit do you get what I'm saying what I'm saying like I I will still be like oh I want to look hot but like that to me is like a little bit different now it's like it's i don't want them to, to like person. like yeah it's like i don't want people to want to fuck me necessarily but it's like i still want to be like like an acceptable the fittest girl in the room. <laughs> maria once famously said to me <laughs> i literally I think it's on strive. the same night as i believe i'm sexy <laughs> and then i am sexy she turns to me and she goes shh don't tell anyone i said this we are definitely the hottest people here <laughs> but and like it's like okay good to know i constantly like strive to be the fittest in the room like oh yeah that is what i always want and it's like it's not about actual like the way you look it's just like State i just always want to feel like i'm the fittest in the yeah, room yeah that's I, true i don't want to feel any less than you know mm-hmm main character vibes (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's interesting because i feel like i'm the opposite sorry just to finish my point and that's like easier when you're single because you can like really play into all these what's gonna make me desirable Mm. tropes whereas like as you said like it's either just catered to one person or it's like toned down in like a i still want to be like perceived as attractive Mm. but like not like i want to fuck you attractive yeah you know Mm -hmm. or like still i want to fuck you attractive but like there's boundaries it doesn't like my tits don't need to like it doesn't need to be like actually out on the table that's what yeah. i'm saying but then it's like yeah it's like really that's really interesting it's quite um, the boundaries um what's that word nuanced nuanced anyway sorry i interrupted you what were you gonna say i was no i, I was gonna say i think i'm like the opposite but now that i'm thinking about it there's a weird like ugh, freedom that comes with being in a relationship in that you kind of do have that validation from that one person already that like Mm. you don't need to be finding validation elsewhere and with my ex I would just wear whatever I wanted to wear but then he was like oh but like this isn't like what I would want you to wear like Mm. I don't love your style kind of thing and I was like great vibes yeah because you know honey has like glasses on that she can't see the color red (laughs) yeah i can't i just ignore red flags (laughs) it's the same as how i can't hear men's voices it's just like one part of the same problem (laughs) 
yeah i can't hear them saying the things that are red flags it's not my fault it's the length of hearing <laughs> yeah no but i mean i have hearing loss in lower frequencies which is like so on brand that i can't hear men's voices yeah of course but anyway and then now that i'm single again and i'm dating i feel like i was so fine with my appearance like i don't really care i mean i do care about it but like not Mm. like I, I wasn't trying to find validation and then when I started dating again I was like oh fuck like this is something I have to think about now and I had that like crisis remember when I was like what the fuck am I meant to wear on a date like what is it that mm. people find attractive because like that is a part of dating as well of like you you want to feel attractive it's normal to want a bit of validation but it's like not relying on it for your confidence that is the problem and I was like I just genuinely don't think I know what people find attractive because even in my relationship I wasn't like trying to make him find me attractive yeah so then now it's like all these strangers and it's like each one has their own Mm. preference and you can't live up to everyone's preference so then in the end you do just end up dressing like what makes you feel good and like what's going to make you be your best self on the date but it's you still have to think about it yeah 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 and no, it's still sure. something that like I fret over <laughs> for many hours before I go on the date and then end up just wearing the same thing <laughs> that I wear on every other date. Like and my mom was like, you should have a formula. You wear the same thing on every first date and you wear the same thing on every second date. So then you'd never have to think about what you wore the last time you saw them. You just know, okay, second date, this is my outfit. And I was like, that is quite a good idea, but I'm already too far in to like have done that. But yeah, maybe I should from start now from on, now yeah. on. <laughs> Although I am in the blue, black, red zone, oh, yeah, so I'm not true. really like looking to date anyone new. I just want to fuck. But I have to date to fuck. That's the problem. Yeah, that sucks. And to date to fuck, you have to look sexy to date to fuck. So that's a whole other problem. Yeah, but maybe also if you do just start dressing for like your own version of sexy, which like I guess is impossible because Mm. as we have been saying because i do think like even if i was like okay try to forget everything you know not that that's possible but like if i was like okay genuinely go for like what you maria originally think Mm -hmm. is like a good outfit or whatever you know like i would it would just automatically like low-key end up with yeah. like subscribing to all the you things can't. and like all the yeah because it's so ingrained society. it's so ingrained in my head yeah i'm I, so written by a man you know <laughs> definitely yeah and i was saying to maria the other day i think i found my perfect sexy outfit formula because we have been talking about this for quite a while um <laughs> this also isn't the first time we've recorded this episode surprise surprise but <laughs> I was like, yeah, slip dresses. This is what I wanted to wear when I was 16, when I was like living my naive life. Mm. And now I can go back to that lifestyle because it's the perfect combination of things. It's like what people traditionally find sexy, but also what makes me feel so good and like what I love wearing. Mm. And then I can like add my own little quirks to it, you know, like wear it however I want. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I mean, essentially... It is a bit of a mind fuck, mm-hmm. but it is like quite an interesting thing to sort of look inwards on and be like, okay, who am I doing this for? Yeah. What am I doing this for? And not to say, maybe this is just like trying to defend myself a little bit, but like, I feel like sometimes like 
there's nothing wrong with subscribing to the male gaze. Like maybe, like sometimes it is gonna get you to the your end. You know, it is like what your you, end. Like it is the means to get yeah. to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, as in, like okay, example. I want my boyfriend to think that I look fit, so I'm gonna go buy like this lingerie yeah. that is like specifically sold in a lingerie store. That has been just like crafted out of what men find. Is, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, like, it gets you to the place exactly. you want to be. You decided that place. Yeah, exactly. So that's empowering. I think it's it, exactly, exactly. I don't know. I don't think like <laughs> you have to feel bad about subscribing yeah. to the male gaze. I do think that it is just about being a little bit more like, okay, like who am I doing this for? What yeah, am I doing being this aware for? Of and it. doing shit for yourself rather mm-hmm. than for anyone else. And yeah. if it's not for yourself, like, that's fine like people don't have to be selfish all the time yeah <laughs> Good point, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but make sure that you're being like genuine and like sticking yeah. to what you want to do and what you want and like w- like who am i and like what do i stand for and what does that mean and yeah what does that look like and just like always i mean not always but just yeah think about how you interact with these systems of oppression (laughs) that like it's all it's all interconnected and Mm. it's just good to to know and think about how it might be affecting other people and like if you're upholding the male gaze if you are living that ideal you're trying to make it seem like that's something that's natural to you that's not something that's natural to everyone else and think about how like loads of other people are going to be beating themselves up trying to reach that point when it's like we should all just be having these conversations Mm. and like being open about the fact that like yeah this isn't like what I look like all the time like I have to work really hard to get to this point and like this is a lot of grooming and like time and money and not everyone has the means to do that so you should just be aware of that yeah and if you guys have any thoughts on the male gaze and or any like experiences you want to talk about any stories like mm. definitely open to hearing it and like would love to do that so you guys can dm those or email those or submit them on the website anonymously or send them as a facebook message anything whatever really. you want you, just message you us so many ways please <laughs> so yeah you can find us on all of those things sexual podcast website www.sextraspodcast.com the email is sextraspodcast at gmail.com subscribe to our youtube channel subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts leave Leave us us a a review (laughs) tell us what zone you're in today (laughs) we'll give you our diagram we're excited can't wait to see you next week (laughs) Bye. bye You've been listening to Sextras, presented by Honey Jane Wyatt and Maria Jose Hayodatiyi, produced by Mabel Productions. Sex.